They also, in addition to t-shirts, sell calendars. What? Rusev Day calendars where it just says Rusev Day every single day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I hope That's they sell amazing. one for 2019. It's really charming. Oh, my phone's going off and telling me to go to the gym. <laughs> oh, I guess That's... so that ends that. <laughs> well, bye, guys. So, thanks for having me. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I'm technically in workout wear right now, but I'm not I going. I am, too. Yeah. Hey. Did you oh, go to yeah. spin? No, I stopped doing that when they got everyone. All of the teachers would be like, all right, just like center yourself in the space. And I was like, I, I can't. I can't. You're too spiritual for me. I got to fucking get spiritual out of here. Spiritual spin class? Ugh. Yeah. It was, it, the music was, was soul cycle. Yeah. And the music, and the only reason I went to that one is because the music is so good. It's amazing. But I just, it got to be the point where they were like, just feel everyone's energy around us. And like, you're supposed to be here for a reason. And I was like, no, I'm here to kick my own ass and like, listen to Beyonce. And that's it. And I, I just, just like, want to be tired. I yeah. I just want to be tired. Welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, introduces wrestling to me, Rachel Millman. Hi. Hey, man. What's up? I haven't seen you in like 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think less than that. Behind the scenes magic. We recorded an episode yesterday and, and then, then we, we went, went to a, to a show. together. And it was so. actually a really good show. It was awesome. I did you. I didn't even get to ask you. We didn't know either like the surprise guests at the show we went no, to. No, it was a surprise. Yeah, we went to knew. go see AJJ yesterday, mm -hmm. and the Moldy Peaches reunited on stage. Yeah, and uh, Jeff Rosenstock came out and played saxophone. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. It. If AJJ, uh, their current tour is them, Roswell Kid, Shell Shag, and Kimmy Dawson. Yeah. Go see them. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. I actually had talked to somebody... Uh, at a show, a wrestling show, I was at Saturday night about how I was seeing Kimmy Dawson, and he corrected me very sweetly and said, Kamaya Dawson, the one from the Juno soundtrack. Kamaya? Kamaya. He thought her name was pronounced Kamaya, and I was like, this man is very nice, and I don't have it in me. <laughs> I'm just going to let him live his life. Anyway. Speaking of uh, music. Music. There we go. There we go. That's our segue. <laughs> we have a fun segue. Uh, this is a new direction, I guess for our show a new direction i i didn't mean to name check the name of the glee club and glee but here we are but that also again that, that also segue. kind of ties in anyway we have a guest with us today <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have grace spellman with us grace spellman is here and uh we're gonna talk about uh some musical theater and wrestling namely our friend aiden english our friend yeah, he's our friend <laughs> he's our friend I he okay. Anybody who calls into the best show on a regular yeah, basis is true. my friend. Is our friend. So for people who aren't aware of Grace, Grace became my friend via Twitter many years ago. As all of my friendships, <laughs> essentially at this point. Uh, but Grace is a big musical theater enthusiast. I'm gonna say, and she's probably better advertising for the now no longer in production show, The Great Comet. Than the show itself. Go listen to the Great Comet stream on Spotify. But I thought of Grace when I was thinking about who would I want to talk to about Aiden English because Aiden is so rooted in musical theater, and I felt that Grace would have a really great analysis when it came to it. And also, she's like very new to wrestling. Very new. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me about why you like musical theater. <laughs> that sounds like a why would anyone, but I just yeah. mean like what uh. brought you to this. Also, uh, what is your wrestling experience? Um, so my musical theater experience is like, you know, born and like bred on it, you know, r raised 
watching musicals and stuff, uh, which I always feel like whatever your parents kind of raise you on, you just like it. You just, you know what I mean? You're just like, this is me now, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I really like that. I mean, I love music first and foremost. Uh, and just like sort of, I'm a very, you know, like I get very swept up in things and like very like theatrical moments where people are like being so emotional. And plus that mixed with music makes musical theater very compelling to me which segues into wrestling, which is very new to me. Uh, quite literally, like very, very new. The first, <laughs> I mean, I went to SummerSlam, what was that, like two months ago? And yeah. that was literally the first live wrestling I've ever seen. I'd seen a few videos beforehand, but like that was it. That's still crazy to me of like how immersive that must have been immediately. Yeah. yeah. It was, I'm so glad that like my first big wrestling experience was with an audience just because like, there are people who like go to see musicals and you know that like they know every single word, mm-hmm. you know, and they know what's going to happen next and they know and they're so invested in the characters that like it was so cool to go see SummerSlam with like a crowd of people who were like so into it. It made it, it like it made it, you know? Yeah, that like you said you like musicals because you like big overwhelming experiences and displays of like emotional yeah. like uh, sort of exaggeration. I feel like you're that you, what you were describing is a mark. You're a mark. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is a mark? Okay. I Googled a mark. Is a mark the same thing as a Stan? You know, like when you, yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. Like yeah. Two dude na- I literally Googled, like if you looked at my Google search history, it says Mark versus Stan. And then I accidentally got like a bunch of like dudes named Mark and Stan fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, that would be a good tag team. Mark and Stan. Mark and Stan. And they're sure. just like, they just try to get the other tag teams like autographs yeah. or something. Or one of them responds with gifts way more. That's the Stan. <laughs> I would say you could make an argument that a Stan is kind of a smark. Yeah. That's, what? So. <laughs> <laughs> the soundbite of our show is just us in unison. Pausing. So, so we've become the thing that we've hated when we started the show of like people who get like way over eager explaining wrestling No, that's how I, people. but that's what's great because that's why I'm about musical theater. Like I'm like, okay, get ready because I'm going to explain something to you. <laughs> yeah, but you do it. I have to give you credit for it. Whenever you get heavily into something, you're like, I'm so sorry to who, people who don't care. I'm going to break down why I love this that yeah. like, this is why like when you saw Beyonce and you were talking about <laughs> like, this specific uh, mixes of like the shows that she had and like the band moments yeah or like when you got obsessed with drum fills yeah it's very still- charming oh thank you oh man <laughs> yeah I I think that like obs- being it's okay someone might call it obsessive another person might call it enthusiasm passionate you know <laughs> passion I, yeah. I feel like I ride the line yeah same a lot <laughs> But uh, that's why I really like doing the show because it's such a good outlet to get all of that out of just yeah. like, he, I, need, I need to like expel this from my body, right. like all of this information because I'm like obsessed with it. Yeah, no. So like I need it out. But to go back to what you yeah, asked what's earlier, a smart, a okay, smart yeah. is a smart mark basically. And they're the people who think that they like know the business and they okay. like read dirt sheets are basically like spoilers. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Like, it's a combination of reading spoilers and reading uh, a gossip magazine. Oh, okay. It's like a, the Who publishes it? Where do you find these spoilies? There's, there's a few places. The main one is this guy, Dave Meltzer, who's been covering wrestling for like okay. 30 years. He's like the main dirt sheet guy. Um, but yeah, so like a mark is 
it comes from like carny stuff of like a tar- it's a target like oh, okay somebody who you can get to spend money on your thing okay a mark so a smark is somebody who's like they think that they're like somehow getting out of the deal without yeah. being tricked but they're still a mark because yeah. they're still spending all their money right on everything i would go so far as to say that i still think we ride in the mark territory that we, we like, try. We love like losing our minds at shows. Yeah, definitely. So I don't think, and I also have to say that like there's a certain type of wrestling fan who's like, you don't know about this. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. And it's like no wonder nobody's watching this. It's because of you. I yeah. don't think we are that. I think we are always happy to find new fans. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the way that you described what you like about musical theater. It's like it, that it takes you away. Right. That's a mark thing. Like that's yeah. not a smart thing. Yeah. So like, for sure. That is what I find so fun about this. So I'm so glad SummerSlam is your first thing. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really really cool. And uh, it, yeah, it was very. It was a great introduction to wrestling. How did you like the demon? Oh, I. Oh, <laughs> I lost my f- mind because because the guy that I went with was telling me because the demon. It's like he you don't know when he's going to show up as the demon, right? What's, yeah. his, what's his name originally? Finn, Finn Balor. Bal- Bal- Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. We call him Fergal on this show. Okay. That's his real name. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that his, wait, his first name is Fergal? Yeah, his name is Fergal His Devitt. first name is Fergal. Yeah. Yes. What's You're his last name? Devitt. Fergal Devitt. That's not a real name. <laughs> You're having the same reaction I had, and I'm very happy That's right like, now. There was a guy in my dad's band in high school played the accordion, and his name was Cornell Bogdan, which I'm like still convinced that's not re- Like I'm like, Dad, you made that up, but I think it's his real name. But anyways, that's... <laughs> yeah, his name real. is Fergal Devitt. Fun fact, he trained Becky Lynch. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So anyway, so yeah, so the entrance was so cool, and it was like easily like the most dramatic entrance. Is that the one where the audience goes like... Wow. Yeah. I almost, I swear to God. So another thing I love is crowd participation because it's like the audience gets like performed too. They get to feel special. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a, and it's like a thing where like the performer, um, the demon in this case and the audience (laughs) together like perform a work, you know what I mean? Like they perform a song. So like that was easily my favorite part of the night when like the whole audience went like, wow. I remember like looking at the guy I was with and I was like, this is so Yeah. So what they do is they go like, Whoa, on the, on the, like, I want to say it's the violin on it. Or yeah, or it's like, like yeah. or like something takes a pause and, the, and and then all like the lights go up and you, like, you yeah. see everyone's hands. It was like, I think I got a video of it and I think that was my favorite part of the whole night was yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I really find that to be um, the a cool thing about, like, we shit on WWE sometimes. Uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, things about I mean, it. I'm sure I'm saying, like, a lot of normie stuff. No, but like, no, no. you know what I mean? It's just the only... WWE, I'm sure yeah. it's like, yeah. No, I did, like... It's not normie at all. I, I What I was going to say is the thing that WWE does better than anything else is that the ability to create this, like, overwhelming unity with that many people yeah. because they get that... They're the only thing that gets that many people in right. one space at one time doing the same thing for wrestling. So, like, when we went to WrestleMania, um, there's a guy who... <clears throat> his name's Daniel Bryan. Oh, and, yes, I saw him. Okay, yeah. Yes, 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 I saw I him. I love that match. Yeah, yeah that was, was awesome. really... Wait, was that the one where, like... He his wife was there and the Miz was there. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I saw. Yes, it was yeah. a tag team, two husband wife tag yep. teams. Yeah, yeah, with um, the fake baby and everything. But <laughs> when baby was fake. The that wasn't the match with the fake. 
Oh, okay. They sorry. really had a baby. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. They really had a baby, but she brought out the baby carriage and stuff, and everyone yeah. was like, "There's no way the real baby." Oh is yeah. Here. Well, a not. fake baby got thrown at another match. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. You Grace, were saying you've entered a very silly world. <laughs> uh, there's this guy named Daniel Bryan, and um, he his chant is yes, goes, yes, 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 yes. I yeah. saw and one the of the points. ones where he points up. Yep, and yes, I saw I saw a video of that. So we were at WrestleMania during his like big comeback. He like had not wrestled in like two years yes and I remember that also yes. yeah and like 70,000 people all doing that at once I saw that video it was like very emotional right and he was sitting on the edge on like the top of that cage or whatever yeah it was incredible like being in that room yeah. when that happened was we yeah. were there yeah we were at Wrestlemania when he came back it was wow. awesome yeah because you can like from watching that video alone, you could like feel like the audience being so fucking pumped. So to be there, that must've been so cool. Yeah. It's, we saw people crying around really? us. It's really, yeah. really powerful to like be in a group of people like that. And I, yeah. I think that like as someone who appreciates like performance, it makes total sense yeah. that you would have a great time. Um, but the reason uh, that you are here for this particular episode yes. is a more literal yes. <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're comparison. getting really into, yeah. We're talking about the musical theater wrestler, as Rachel has ca- has dubbed him uh, Cool Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah. Lynn wrestler Miranda. Lynn wrestler Miranda, Aiden English. Aiden English! Who, I, this was an interesting one um, to do, because... Rachel really wanted to do this, and I thought it was a cool idea, but I was like, I don't know if in English is like a full episode guy. Um, and so I was like wondering how this was going to go, and it ended up being really interesting. Like, I really liked uh, watching all this stuff. I think it's also that, and we're going to get into this, is that because he partners with Rusev, is that they're both just so charming. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. truly just, like, so much fun. And for someone who is still very, very new to it, you got a nice kind of poo-poo platter of, like, everything <laughs> that's going... Like, not everything in WWE, because that's impossible, and the closest you'll be able to do it is with, like, the Royal Rumble, I think. But you got a nice sampler platter of, like, a lot of really, really fun guys and Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Ra- Oh, oh, the one... Yes, he's the... Yes. He I, sucks. Th- yeah. <laughs> So Aiden English, actually, he has this gimmick, but he actually studied acting in college. Yeah, I he saw that. a true uh, theater dork. Yeah. yeah. Thespian right. is the nice one That's to say. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A theater dork and thespian, same thing. Same. Yeah. Absolutely the same yeah. thing. <laughs> I can't imagine how other wrestlers must have, like, received him i can't imagine how other theater people yeah i was gonna say like his theater him. students who like i'm sure are very uh snobby and uppity but i mean he also focused in stage combat too right so this sort of feels i mean i think that's what he studied so it just wrestling just I mean, seems perfect it, it makes sense but at the same time like you i during the very short time i was a theater major before i dropped out um that's a lonely place to be if you're not in the right click with yeah. theater kids like Theater kids in college are working out the fact that they had no friends in high school and they're working it out in like a very unhealthy way. Like I got, and this is like a super like lame thing. So I shouldn't say lame. This is like a dweeby thing to say, but 
I got like very severely bullied my freshman year of college because I wasn't like a cool theater kid. Mm. Which, yeah. Like, there's no such thing. There's no right, such yeah. thing. They're all idiots. It's like a wrestling thing as well. Yeah, like, it's exactly the same. You're all the same nerd to everybody right. else. People feel very, I'm sure the same with wrestling. People feel like, I love this. This is my thing. You know what I mean? So I'm, and then it makes them act like assholes. Yeah. You know? It's like so, if you don't like it exactly like I like exactly. it and you don't appreciate exactly what I appreciate, then you're a fucking Philistine. It's just a nerd of any kind. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But I do think about like when, you know, like Aiden, you're so good. You have such craft Stanislavski, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm going go to go do wrestling now. And everyone's like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like how Lady Gaga's art school friends must hate her now. Yeah. <laughs> must, right. they oh, must my God. They must hate her. Hate her. They, I just, do for they saw Stars Born and they were frowning the whole time. I bet. <laughs> so I'll just say right here that you can cut this. I know I threw like I have like two degrees separated from the guy who Alejandro is about, and they all like think she's like a huge sellout. Yeah, really, that makes yeah, sense. Alejandro is about a Jewish guy named Alex. Oh. No way. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we can keep going. Um, <laughs> well, I just meant like eight, so. In English, got signed like pretty quickly. So a lot of these people. Um, in WWE, they had careers in other promotions before they started working for WWE, usually under different names. And uh, like Daniel Bryan is Bri- was Brian Danielson. Yes. Oh, okay, which Interesting. is his real name. Yeah, oh, okay. and they just switched, switched it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he is someone who is known from like he worked on the Indies for years, and like right. Shinsuke Nakamura worked in uh, Japanese wrestling. Right. For, so he was a name. Aiden English was really not like he really didn't work uh, on the indies for very long. So he was like signed to like the WWE developmental and I'm sure everybody else there was like, who is this weirdo who went to school for stage combat? (laughs) And like, we've never worked with him. We've like never heard of him. Yeah. And he's paler than anything we've (laughs) ever seen. And he's probably a dork and he calls the best show and he's just like a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he's so like, just something about that of like, even in WWE, which has earned, fairly earned its reputation as being, like, a thing for, like, macho assholes. Yeah, it's just going to... still s- kind of, like, remain true to, like, this inherent yeah. dork self is, like, that's good. That's awesome. That's really cool, I think. Yeah, and it's, like, very clear that they don't try to make him, like, a hyper-masculine sort of dude just to, like, you know, really seal the deal that this guy's a freaking theater nerd, you I know? Mean, he is, the thing is, is that, like, he still is, like, hyper-masculine. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's ripped, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's not the traditional type for Vince McMahon. Like, he's still pretty skinny for Vince, even though he's, like, ripped in an incredible shape. Yeah, I I think it's really interesting um, having him be in a tag team with Rusev, too, because Rusev is a lot more sort of your stereotypical... Um, particularly for like a heel, like a big barrel chested, like wide dude. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Aiden, he doesn't tan. He's super, super pale. He's thin, but he's still like really big, obviously. He's got big arms. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. clearly in like phenomenal shape. And uh, I don't think he ever was like a tan. Like he's always been scarf wearing. Even when he yes. was... Back in the like vaudevillains days, which we watched a promo of him and Simon Gotch as the as the vaudevillains, who again like it's not the exact same gimmick, it's not the musical theater thing, but it's like it's vaudeville. Like, yeah, it's, it's like hello, I'm a baby, like <laughs> yeah. very campy, like <laughs> ragtimey. I extremely loved, campy yeah. and campy on purpose, whereas like a lot of wrestling is 
campy without like totally acknowledging yeah, the camp no, factor. Yeah, no, it leans in. It leans into the camp. Yeah, yeah, and I just I found that entire promo to be very charming. Yeah, just kind of like we have to work out now, and like the whole the way yeah, they like did it the was mustache, really cute. Like wrestlers. That's doing yeah, that. that's yeah. Simon Gotch. Uh, he's on the indies now. He's a lot of fun live, and also hot. He's really hot. He's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also hates uh, this asshole named Enzo who got fired because he sexually assaulted someone. Oh, nice. And uh, Simon Gotch is like the one of the only people who has been like very publicly like. Fuck this guy. He Even sucks. Way before really the assault charges, too. He was just oh, like, really? fuck this guy. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's like bad at wrestling. He, yeah, it's pretty he's funny. He's from New Jersey, didn't go to any schools, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, good he's for, very mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but mad for the right reasons, I think. Uh, so then he was heel Aiden after the VOD villains, because, like, basically, WWE was like, this guy likes art. Our audiences are going to hate him. Yeah, and that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> but you looked you got really into looking up all of his tights his right? art pants I loved well yeah. yeah the first pants I saw from him were just like black jeans with like splattered paint that like sort of gave mm-hmm. him like the impression that like this guy was just in the studio and then I saw a photo of um I freaking forget what it's called um but like that pointillism painting uh of like all the people in the park which is also it was a musical is based off of that painting. So really? yeah. Sunday in the park with George. Um, oh. yeah, that's right. It's time. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun time. Yeah. Based on that painting. And so I saw that I saw, and then he has a starry night, uh, mm-hmm. tights. And he has the Edward Monk one. The scream. Yeah. yeah. Is it Monk or M- no? I have no idea. Monk. I, I think. Is I it like SVU? I, I assume so. West for you? The uh, show? Because um, Richard Belzer's character is... Oh. Oh, he's Munch. <laughs> he's yeah. Munch. Munch. It's the same word. They're the same. It's the same spelling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I loved those art. I loved... I mean, just the idea of costumes is also such like a... Yeah. You know, Our friends do a podcast that's all about gear. What is gear just like the official term for gear the stuff Gear is the wrestling wear? term for your costume. Okay. And they so they call it's called Gear Switch where they like analyze the gear and the makeup and the oh, stuff. Cool. It's they do a great job and we love it. Do so like I notice a new day has a trombone and pancakes. Are those like props? Like do other people have like those seem like props to me. Like yeah. do other people have like set or other wrestlers have like set props that they like things that they hold. You know what so I mean? So there's a guy on the him. indies, his name is uh Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He goes by MJF. He always has a Burberry scarf on. It's a knockoff. Uh, MJF, if you disagree with that, come on the show and defend it. <laughs> um, but he has like he has a Burberry scarf on okay. every time. And we've talked about on this show before about how like the signifiers of like what was the exact phrasing you used where like something becomes the divine or whatever. When it was when um, uh, Greg did the pile driver onto the scarf. Oh yeah, so it yeah like. Wrestlers definitely have props. There's, um, there's like the the MJF's Burberry scarf. There's uh, a guy in New Japan who comes out with like a staff and like a masquerade cool. mask. You would love him. Cool. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He comes out with a, a masquerade mask, a staff, um, with a like gold microphone attached Hell to the yeah. end. He li- he 
terribly half-assedly lip syncs his uh, entrance music. Perfect. And, and he then, has a hot girl with him. And he has a Perfect. hot girl with him. Perfect. Really hot girl. And then like three quarters of the way through, he rips his pants off. They're tearaway <laughs> pants. And he's wearing the tiniest trunks. He's the best. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> that makes no sense and I love it. So yeah. like, yeah, people have like their sort of, their items that are sort of associated with them that become like signifiers of the wrestler. So like one of the things that I think is really funny and interesting intellectually in wrestling, um, it happens mostly in the Indies, but somebody will like take an object like that and like elbow drop the object. Like they will like, <laughs> like they'll fight the the object. Yeah, they'll like they'll like do a slam on the object as like, as a, like sign a symbol. Of, yes, as like a sign of disrespect to that okay. person. Okay, and then so, the audience truly loses their mind. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ra- Rachel was referring to we went to a show where uh, somebody did that to MJF's Burberry scarf, <laughs> and the audience was like, "No, the scarf." <laughs> no, and he's a bad guy, so everybody was like, "Yeah, the scarf." <laughs> Fuck up, not cashmere. It's not like. It's, I love it. It's so funny. So, but, yeah, the, the New Day has their pancakes. Like, we see in one of the matches, like, uh, Aiden's face goes into the pancakes. Yeah. Like, that they're... was so funny. <laughs> oh, my. Because it's also, I'm sure you probably figured this out very quickly. A lot of things that happen, like, say I set up, like, this bottle of seltzer to spill on Kath. Like, in wrestling, that bottle of seltzer will almost always spill on me instead. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if, if you, it's sort of the established expectation, like, if you set up a table for your opponent to go through, like, you're the you're one the who's going to go oh, through the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, Chekhov's guns are constantly firing. Okay. Basically, okay. in wrestling, and it's very fun. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I think it's really funny that uh, we're all like, okay, yeah, he likes art, therefore he's the bad guy. Yeah, like, it's very. Yeah, you can tell in some of like the earlier videos I watched because it seems like people kind of like him now. Aiden English, do yes. they? Oh, people love him. Yeah. Well, there was a point, or there were a few videos I watched. Like I had said to you guys before, like the minute he starts singing, everybody starts booing. <laughs> or like before he even gets out onto the stage, like you can hear him like singing and everyone's like, no. They do that with, um, I you think you saw him at SummerSlam. They do that with Elias now. Okay. He's the one with the with guitar. guitar. Yeah. That was funny because he was like talking up how great he was at guitar and was like, I'm the best in this. I'm the best guitar player. And then as soon as he started playing the guitar, he broke it. Like yeah. you never even got to hear him play so, it. So funny. He used to be legitimately like, dog shit awful at guitar but people loved it so when he got good at guitar people started booing him <laughs> playing that. properly but now he can play properly so they have to do different things right like the for guitar it to has- not work out <laughs> that's great also he once fought braun Strowman with instruments i believe and braun okay, threw it. an upright bass at him that's awesome yeah. <laughs> it was like the symphony of carnage or something that's it had some amazing <laughs> stupid name it's amazing it was real good so I like this theme because we were talking about Elias, like other art forms when they translated into wrestling always mean heel, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If you like any other kind of like uh, creative representational like Dol- Dolph form. Ziggler, heel because he's a comedian. Who's, yeah. <laughs> Who's Dolph Ziggler? Do people not like him? Um, he, he's not a comedian. Is there a heel? Is there a, a musical yeah. heel you can think of that will help me understand what you guys? Is there like a... Is there like an equivalent to a heel in music as far as like artists go? Um, imagine dragons. <laughs> I'm <Cold> trying to play. <laughs> so like a heel is 
uh, a bad guy. A heel right. is like an antagonist, like somebody the crowd boos, somebody right. the crowd doesn't like. And I just think like we talked oh, about okay, Elias. Oh, okay, so it's hard. Yeah, okay. I can understand why that it would be hard to find an equivalent to. Yeah, yeah. okay. Like, because unless there's like sort of like a plot line. Yeah, yep, that makes like, a lot of I, sense. You know what it is a lot like though? Like in music is like a rap beef or something. Yeah, yeah. Like if there's like somebody who's an antagonist in like a rap right. beef. Or like even like in musicals, villains will have like huge numbers oh, that yeah. they sing and they're really good. Like some of my favorite Scar musical songs. Is a heel. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he has like a fucking great song. And it's like one of the best songs in The Lion King. But you're still like, I know this guy's bad. And he's awful. Like, Scar right. is so bad. But like, you know. And there's pleasure in seeing him be bad. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's like what heel stuff is all about. So yeah, Aiden, like when he started his singles run like people just booed through him singing because it's like you suck we hate singing we only like wrestling like but he's we a watched... really good singer yeah he's, he's a good great singer. Yeah. yeah but like remember we watched something that had a, a magician in it we watched like a, oh. a, a thing that had a magician in it and before the magician even did anything people were booing <laughs> so i just feel like it's like a if you do anything besides wrestling yeah like we hate you yeah he's it, a he's like for this is for grace too he's like a real la street magician Really? Yeah, and like well, the last time we saw him wrestle, people started chanting oh, disappear I... at him. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even who I meant. I just meant in the Jericho Kevin Owens thing. Like, oh, the magician right. and people just started booing him. But yeah, there's also a heel whose character is, is magician. a magician. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so, and people chanted disappear at him when he came out, which is like huge. That's a great diss. So mean. That's <laughs> a wonderful way to tell someone that you don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> but like so Aiden, he transitioned into what is known in wrestling as a babyface, like a guy who uh, everybody cheers. And the right. way that that happened was through uh, the formation of the tag team of Rusev mm-hmm. Day, who we gave you some stuff to watch about yep. the formation of that. Right. And uh, it it's interesting, I think, through those promos, you you hear the crowd go from booze to cheers. Yeah. Like if you watch all of those, it's really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think of that stuff? I I did like it. I loved the. I mean, it seemed like most of those promos. It was the. It was Rusev and Aiden versus New Day, right? Right. Yeah, and, and a lot of the of matches those, and stuff. Yeah. 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 In the promos. In the promos and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it definitely seemed like the audience was booing. I mean, but then not. I mean, I don't. You mean like when they were in the hallway and stuff, like talking? I mean, like when you watch the first thing, which is that. The mayor of Rusev's town in Bulgaria right. comes giving him out. the key to the yes. city, and the audience is booing the fuck out right, of that. Right, right, right. And then you watch like more, uh, and then you watch like um, the promos where they're talking to the new day, and they're right. like, "It's not the new day; it's Rusev it's day. day." It's right. not Thanksgiving; it's right. not Halloween; it's Rusev day. Yeah, and you hear the crowd start to cheer, cheer more yes. and more, and then they even. Uh, you know that Aiden's about to sing Rusev Day and everyone <laughs> sings it along with him. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I, Kath touched on this, which is that like, you really, you really love that they kind of combine these guys who were stereotypically hated and they're so charming and they're so good at their jobs that they were naturally became so beloved. Well, it's weird because like, they're not two people who you would expect to be like, together because Rusev is and if you watch more wrestling I think you will see this trope emerge very quickly the sort of stereotypical foreign bad guy foreign heel 
hates America. He was in a match with John Cena that was a flag match, and there was like a Bulgarian flag and an American oh, flag, and it was like who could grab the flag. <laughs> yeah, it's he had a WrestleMania entrance one time where he came in on, on a, a tank. tank. I saw Lana talk about that. She's like, I gave you a tank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, Lana, I love her. I love yeah. Lana. There's um, a leftist uh, wrestling fan subreddit. It's weirdly not that well populated, um, <laughs> but their header image is Rusev in the tank. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. yeah, it's that great. They have also been very nice about us, so shout out to them. Um, yeah, <laughs> our, our smart marks with an X, get it? Oh, I get it. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. Check him out. Um, Um, But yeah, so like there's that guy and then there's Aiden English, the uh, sort of, like you said, he's, there's nothing about him like physically that, that says like, not masculine but he's sort of like a fey musical theater yeah guy. no and and i remember watching and and like aiden had like fallen down or something and he like made a face and and the commentator was like he's a very emotional guy and the other guy was like <laughs> he goes i recall seeing him cry once or something like that <laughs> and so i remember being like, okay i mean he's called the drama king right mm-hmm. yeah you know? and also i think like i think the shakespeare of song right exactly <laughs> and i think he like works well with rusev because like they balance each other like there's nothing worse than like two musical theater majors you know what I mean or like two really emotional people so yeah I think it's like a very <laughs> it works out very well that like Rusev is just like yeah whatever like and Rusev too is I I think that this was like such an interesting thing that happened because I don't think it was the plan I think right. like if you watch that first thing it was just like well Aiden's the singing guy and we're gonna ha- <laughs> and he's bad so people boo him so we're gonna have the singing guy out there to sing and then he'll get booed while Rusev gets this thing right and then it just became like a thing that people were really into um but Rusev is also like that stock foreign heel thing I honestly like obviously a lot of it is rooted in racism and xenophobia right. but I also think that it is convenient because a lot of uh, foreign wrestlers historically were not people who spoke great English. Right. So if you have that sort of character, you don't need to do a lot of promos. Right. It's understandable. You're a foreigner. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to like have this like, you know, super charismatic presence. Cause you're just like the, the sort of faceless. You're the brute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Bulgarian brute. Yeah, exactly. But he's so charming. Yeah. And he's super funny and mm-hmm. weird. And so the he's fact that they let weird. him, the fact that they this tag team let him be weird is like very cool to yeah. me. I mean, I do think this sign the initial signing of Aiden, and this is totally my hunch. If I'm wrong, you will correct me. Uh, is I think the initial signing of Aiden Aiden is sort of the same way in the old territory days where they had like a gorgeous George who was a heel and he was a heel because he was gay, or he was supposed to be coded as gay. And so maybe they were hoping with that with Aiden and they got something totally different. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what their what their plans were for him if, if it was always going to be that he was going to be like a theater person. But I do think it's interesting that that is what they did with him, but there isn't that element of gay panic to that right. character Which at all. I really appreciate. And you can kind of tell that they were planning to go for something territory-wise because they paired him with Simon Gotch, who was named after someone from the literal territories. Yeah. yeah, but I just, I mean, I do think that it's like a small sliver of hope that there's not gay panic around him 
for once in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. like that's not part of that. It could have easily been a, a stereotype yes. of like, you know, a over the top, like very fade. Flam- yeah, flamboyant sort of yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But he's, he's not. He's just, uh, he likes to sing. He just loves, he just has a song. He has dork. a song and wants people to hear his song. <laughs> you may not have realized this, but you learned an important lesson in the formation of Rusev Day which is that every time there is a special event in the ring in WWE, somebody will come in and ruin it. Yeah, that's when, <laughs> and he was singing the Bulgarian anthem, and some guy came in, right? That was, just, that was Randy Orton. Right. Boo. Yep. Yeah, he, we don't like him. He's boring. Okay, boo. <laughs> so, Randy Orton is technically very good, but it doesn't look like he's trying. He clearly doesn't give a shit, and he's, like, politically... Right. So, whatever. Also, the stuff about his wife, whenever he and his wife horny post, it's awful. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But that is like a fun. If you want to. Grace seemed confused. If you want to elaborate. I just. What's a horny. I mean, do they like (laughs) comment on each other's photos and are thirsty? I think he made a comment once on our Instagram about like sucking on her toes. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, honey. Okay. I don't know. I just like Randy Orton's just there's like nothing fun about it for me. And we've gone over it of like why mm. there's nothing fun about it. It's just like it don't work for me. Maybe it works for other people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that is like a fun sort of like sampler thing of like here is what will often happen. Yes. Yeah. If you continue to watch this in the future. But like audiences loved Rusev Day and the McMahons loved Rusev Day because it sold a shit ton of merch. Yeah. They <laughs> seem to plug that shirt in almost every video you show me. He'll, he'll unroll the shirt and then, you know. I think that is also kind of them because a lot of this is improvised and your background is all, you also have a background in improv is that like, I think that is a like WWE saying sell this shit, but also them kind of very literally being like, we have value. Look at this that we can sell. Please keep pushing me. Right. Well, so one of the promos we watched was the Christmas one where they're all dressed up. Yes, they're all dressed up. Like, it's so good. He's, Aiden's a snowman. I, I love him with the carrot the nose. nose. But then Rusev was like, take off the nose. <laughs> he goes, even weirder that, he goes, take off the nose. Nobody likes noses. Which is like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, like like I said, Rusev's a weirdo, but I think your point of um, him being sort of the straight man to this like over the top guy, he's super dry. Yeah. Like, he's very like deadpan. It's Yeah, there were a lot of comedic moments between them for him being like Aiden, In one of up. the promos where he was like, Aiden starts to sing and yeah. he's just like, not now. Yeah. That yeah, was great. that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was. Their, their timing is really good, but yeah. So the Christmas promo, they're they're all dressed up. Uh, New Day are elves, and then Rusev is Rusev Claus, and Aiden is a snowman, presumably because he's so pale. I guess. <laughs> um, but that is the promo where they unveil the shirt. Like that is the their yes. first oh, shirt. Okay. And uh, that shirt, I see like in life. More so than like any I other searched shirt. it on Instagram because I wanted to see like how popular because it seems like it's Rusev Day is like a big slogan that they're trying to push and I wanted to see how popular it was so I searched it on Instagram and like there's a lot of people like wearing that shirt you yeah. know and it's oh. not just like a shirt that they're just like really trying to push like people are buying it I think I see the only one I see more than Rusev Day shirts are Bullet Club shirts yeah what's they're, Bullet Club Bullet Club is uh, the American stable in New Japan okay so it's all. So 
uh, they're just like the American guys, basically. Right. And of course, it's called Bullet Club because right. it's right. America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like the foreign uh, foreign bad guys. Got like it. how Rusev is in WWE, the this... white guys in. It, there's some Islanders too. It's not all white guys, but like yeah, they're non-Japanese. Got it. Uh, yeah, guys, but they're super super popular. So there's a lot of shirts of them too. Cool. But um, the fact that they like gave them that shirt at all is again sort of a sign of like oh people are really really into yeah. this we need to give them something to spend money on yeah because uh not everybody in wwe like gets a shirt right you know okay. which is crazy like yeah you would think that that like they would give shirts for everybody yeah yeah I don't know why they don't yeah he slater still has one of my favorite shirts of all time does he does do they sell those? I, guess I don't know. know. The I got kids one. So <laughs> Heath Slater is we said we said to you in the notes that Aiden is a jobber. Do you know what a jobber is? No. A jobber is someone who is put in the match for the express pur- purpose of losing. Okay. So he's there for the job. Oh, he's doing the job. He's doing the job. So Heath Slater is another jobber in WWE at this point. And he is extreme a guy who extremely leans into it of like he's another just ha- redhead, by another the way. redhead. Mm-hmm. And he has a shirt. His slogan is just like, I got kids like as like a please don't hurt me. I've got it's, kids. It's basically it's his thing is like, I need this job. Oh. Kids. <laughs> oh, so it's like a wink, wink sort yeah. of like, OK, yeah. he, he cut this whole promo about all he wants, how all he wants is an above ground pool. <laughs> like he's just like trying to like you know trying to provide for his his family through college and stuff like that yeah (laughs) so it's kind of like a a self-referential job i love that i love that he's great but yeah so aiden was until rusev day was basically uh, a jobber with like his pretty silly gimmick he'd come out and sing and then uh, a big strong guy would come out and squash him to make him to make the the big strong guy look even bigger and stronger um but yeah, so it's again, it's like this mid-card kind of stock character and then this jobber guy, they get together. All of a sudden, people are super into it. So we watched a couple matches for this too. We watched uh, the the match that they had in all of the Chris- Christmas costumes. Yeah, they wore the costumes. <laughs> that was, which like also the costumes were clearly very cheap because you could see- They were the, Amazon through <laughs> and through. Absolutely Amazon <laughs> costumes. You could see like the dip and like the string on Aiden's back and stuff. Although I wonder- was it comfier to wrestle in those? Yeah, I bet it'd be really sweaty. Sweaty, yeah, yes. yeah. Cheap material, yeah. But that match has the delight of Aiden's face getting smashed into pancakes. Yes. My association with this match, so I watched this when it was on TV. Like, mm-hmm. I watched it live, and uh, I was at my parents' house, because it was right around Christmas. Oh, right. And I had, like... Uh, they thought it was super weird that I was into wrestling. And they were like, why do you like this? We're going to sit down and watch this with you. Oh, and then this fucking match happened. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> it was like the weirdest one. Like, Did you have to be like, no, it's not like this all the time. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Like they thought it was funny, but like, there's like, this is what you're in. This is what you spend all your time doing and like spend money on. You spend money on this. And I was just like, oh my God, I See, hate my life. I was into ska when I was 17. So this is like par for yeah. the course. With my family. It also feels like musical theater. Like sometimes people be like, I hate Hamilton. And I'd be like, it's not all like that. Like there are some really, really good ones too. Like, I mean, Hamilton is fine, but like there'll be, you know, there are super corny ones and you have to be like, no, like it's, it's a complicated tapestry of like an art form, please. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I think that uh, another sort of commonality between musical theater and wrestling are that they are both extremely formal. They are Mm. both so 
uh, defined by form, like yeah. formal in the sense of like very structured. Yes. There's oh, absolutely. like a very specific way that things are done. And if you don't understand uh, this sort of like limitations and the rules of it, you're just going to be like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Like, this is so weird. And uh, again, like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, you have to really consciously buy in, leave whatever cynicism you have about the unrealistic nature of this thing at the door. And it's just like, this is the world I'm living yeah. in for the next X amount of time. And these two guys are going to fight each other. And uh, this group of people is going to sing. And that's how it is. Right. And I know this wouldn't happen in real life, but like, I'm going to put myself in and I'm going to like love it anyway and like treat it with respect and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 The closest this came to combining was the Rocky musical, right? That was a thing. Oh, the Rocky musical? I don't know if it got good reviews. I just know everyone flipped out for it because at the end, the state there's a boxing, there's like a literal like stage combat boxing match. Cool. At the end, and the stage moved out and stuff. Oh, okay. That's, That's awesome. cool. It closed. Like all things <laughs> on Broadway. Yeah, sometimes like super conceptual musicals will, will close very soon, very quickly. <laughs> Still want to see the SpongeBob musical? If, I mean, it closed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard it was really good. It was really visually it was great i mean it was the way that the spongebob musical worked is that it, it had was no the spongebob musical yeah i mean it was a spongebob <laughs> musical but like there was no one composer that wrote all the songs there was like a ti song oh wow <laughs> like a sarah barella song like a plain white tea song so it was sort of like a concert in that sense so like if you depends on like what you like about musical theater but the visuals were apparently stunning and like like stuff like that you had never seen before on a Broadway stage because Spongebob is such just like a crazy world that you yeah. know what I mean so I guess they like very much brought it to life but um apparently the songs were dog shit so whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you got T.I. writing a song for the Spongebob musical like you kind of know what you're getting into but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like one person's like you know uh labor of love and right. self-expression yeah no one's like sitting Sponge at the Bob piano musical. like scrat like writing out like things <laughs> think, by candlelight i think the that. closest you come with that is way more spongebob memes like a musical about spongebob memes would be <laughs> yeah that no, i would watch i'll watch that well speaking of you said because you watch a bunch of extra aiden stuff uh he has like a finisher where he's like oh pretending to play piano there's, yeah there's one finisher he does i don't know if that one has a name there well the two finishers i know he has is called that's a rap and then the director's cut nice. <laughs> two of his names and then one of them he his opponent is on the ground and he um and then aiden sort of bows the way a, a pianist would bow at the end of a show and like when a when a pianist bows it bows and then it puts his hands up in the air again and he does that and then just like, like a gymnast yeah like a gymnast <laughs> and then just like slams on him to end it and then there was another one where aiden was pushed into a corner and he sort of backs up into the corner and then he starts like miming like a piano at the other guy <laughs> like no effect just waving his yeah. hands like a piano and and then the piano hands slowly start to become like conductor's hands. And then he just puts his <laughs> hands down and, and just fights again. And like, there's no purpose to it, but he did it. I loved it. So in wrestling, that is generally known as a taunt. That's, they've oh, just decided, okay. which is funny. Cause it's like, they call everything a taunt. Even if it's like, how is that supposed to be taunting that guy? <laughs> yeah, like, that is just, not, that's like conducting at him. That's yeah. making fun of like you. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're the weirdo yeah. doing that. But yeah, I, that like any kind of sort of, it's supposed to be, oh, he's getting in his head. Like that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, okay. That makes total sense. That makes sense. That, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we watched the Christmas one. We watched uh, A Match Against the Bar, which uh, was great because we got to send Grace the beautiful, iconic picture of Cesaro uh, on the beach with a uh, 
Barbadian, where are they? The a Caribbean feral pig. Mm. I sent her both photos. <laughs> yeah, I those were so good. That was beautiful for so many he's reasons. So hot. He's so hot. He has braces too. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Well, he's in show business, so they're probably like, "You got to fix your teeth, man." He got his uh, oh, uh, teeth get... like jammed oh, into his okay, skull in a wrestling <laughs> thing. But so now he wears a mouth guard, and it's kind of funny because he already he's Swiss, he, so he has an accent. Oh, and so it's like he already has kind of an accent. And he's wearing a mouth guard. Like you can't understand him when he oh talks. Oh my god! But the, he doesn't need to talk. He's hot. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. He's, they, again, they also. This is. I don't know if you realize this. They're do when they the bar does their entrance. Did you see when they like yeah, they point like, each hands, other? right or something? So that's from Dragon Ball. Okay. And they're doing like an anime thing because they all these people are nerds. Right. All of them are nerds. <laughs> that's like a reference to two people doing that in an anime? In um, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. that's what I meant. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... They're it's, such nerds. They're all nerds. Also, like these two men who are supposed to be like strong example, examples of masculinity are entering in kilts, kilts and camo. camo. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they their whole entrance is like there's so many fucking like parts of it. Like it's super <laughs> choreographed. They do like love the it. point, and then they do, before that they do the pose where they have their arms out. I love it. And then yeah, they like it's so stupid, and they have so many accessories. And <laughs> that's wonderful. It's to great. Me. It's very Person. like when I think of wrestling and musical theater, it, like I think of like maximalism. Yeah, you know. Yep. And the bar is like very maximal. Yeah. And it was also interesting to watch them fight because the only person I think in WWE as pale as Aiden English <laughs> or even close to as pale as Aiden English is Seamus, the guy, right. the Mohawk guy in the bar. Right. And it was just like watching them wrestle. They were like the same color as the mat. Yeah. They're so he's looks blue. Aiden English is so pale. He looks blue. Aiden is paler than Seamus. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's How is that possible? <laughs> it's yeah. a real feat. And it made me like... I like it on them because I think it makes them stand out when they're wrestling yeah. other people. But when they're wrestling each other, it's like, I can't tell what's happening because you are the same color as the floor <laughs> and as each other. Well, it's thankfully like one of them is much more redheaded than the other. Yeah. And he has an absurd mohawk. He's like a 40 year old man with a mohawk. Mm. Like what the wrestling is so stupid. <laughs> But I really liked uh, the holiday, to go back to the holiday themed promos, they were so well done. And then I went to click on the New Year's Eve one and I was like, I bet you one of the other going to have like competing New Year's Day babies. And neither of them were dressed up as a New Year's Day baby, neither Rusev nor Big E. And I was genuinely pissed off because it's like, come on, guys. That seems super obvious. They just had like pancakes in the shape of 2018 or something like that. Which I thought was very funny. And there was a very funny line in that where they're like, you can see through the blindfold blindfold. on you. And he just goes, I got LASIK. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really delightful. Yeah, I think I would like to see uh, Biggie and Rusev dressed up as babies. I feel like that like makes intuitive sense mm. to me that you would dress those guys up as babies. Yeah, I can for see. Something. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, a diaper. Like, those those two guys ab- <laughs> turned them into a diaper thing. I love yeah. it. Let's I didn't it. mean it in like a weird pervert. Way. I did. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But I also really loved uh, Rusev's like sleeveless Santa Claus thing yeah. because he turns into. Has you have you are you guys familiar with Robot Santa Claus from Futurama? <laughs> No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but basically, Robot Santa Claus on Futurama, it's he determines that everyone has been bad. So on like Christmas night, he just like 
attacks everybody, and that's kind of what Rusev yeah. does. It's like he's just like, oh no, you don't get presents unless it's my merch. Like that. It was so funny. Um, I just really also liked uh, you flap the wrong jack, sucker. When they oh, like sl- they like stomp the pancakes. That's a great example of what we were talking about earlier. When like if you like elbow drop a scarf stomping a pancake Pan- mm. yeah or like messing with their candy right like how can you do that, <laughs> I, love that. <laughs> I mean it's a little it's a little uh different i i would say for this because it's like the new jay just kind of like encapsulate joy and like how can yeah. you how can you take that away from them all they want to do is have fun and be really loud all the time oh. <laughs> But I, I think like the one of the reasons for me that I think Rusev Day works so well, and we've talked about this before on the show, is that they're making fun of people who take themselves too seriously. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Of just kind of like every day is Rusev Day. Come celebrate me. And like this guy's throwing a fish in the <laughs> ring. Like he literally does that in match. And well, not like you. You made it sound like he does that like every night. Like yeah, no, his thing, he throws he a fish. It. No, it's just there's just a there's it. a very funny gif of just like somebody d- doing a zoom in on a fish on like the the, <laughs> the entrance ramp, and it's really good. <laughs> it's really delightful. But I am glad that you seem to have enjoyed this a lot. I did. I mean, I my favorite movie is West Side Story. And the first scene in West Side Story is like they're dance fighting. And so, you know what I mean? It's like very choreographed fighting. And I so I watched wrestling and I was like, this rules. I love this. Yeah, it's definitely a little more. I de- when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, they must have these like beats down. But then the more I learned about it, it's like, yeah, they have the beats down of the move together, but they like absolutely improvise it oh yeah yeah i mean crazy to me like that as a concept still just like so impressive yeah of just kind of like that ability and that like skill that is very not widely marketable right Right. (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's such a specialized uh thing um it's like i think of something that a lot of people who don't um know a lot about wrestling and particularly people who don't come from performance backgrounds don't understand is that they don't rehearse this stuff. Like this is all they often will talk about it. Like we're going to do X, Y, and Z in this, like, okay, you'll flip me and then I'll put you in this and then blah, blah, blah. But they don't, they don't rehearse it. So they go out there and it's like completely on the fly. There's actually a moment in um, the bar match that we watched where and this is like not I this is like not good. Like people people who like give more of a shit than me would be like, oh, this is like evidence that they're like you I guess what I'm saying is a wrestler wouldn't want me to say this. Okay. But there's a moment in the bar match, it's right before they cut to commercial, where Cesaro has Aiden English in um like a headlock and uh Aiden's hand is over his mouth and you can see they're having a conversation oh interesting they're, they're talking to each other and so like Aiden's like making like a very like pains like oh I'm in a headlock face but he puts his hand over his mouth and you can see that they're they're what they're probably telling each other is we're cutting to commercial right now right. so keep me in this hold right so but I just think that's really interesting like there is a little bit of communication that happens yeah that makes sense um and another thing that uh I think is interesting is like the ref in the match is Rachel calls them uh, like a stage director. They have an earpiece in. So they're getting told 
we're going to commercial right now. And then they have to communicate it to the wrestlers. Oh, I, cause I knew that like the, the stage, I mean that the, the referee was there to like make sure that they were okay and like weren't actually hurt so that they could like, you know, cause like, so that they could signal that like this needs so, to stop. Right. This is, um, the term is worked now. What used to be kind of the secret code is if a ref made an X with their hands, that meant somebody was actually hurt, mm. but that's a known thing now. So that's like, as it's, called in wrestling that's worked all the time now to make you think that somebody's been actually oh injured. i get it okay but if you watch um wrestling like a lot of times after a big spot the ref will go over and grab the guy's hand and that's it's basically like uh if you don't squeeze my hand i know i need to get like real medical right. attention if you squeeze my hand it lets me know like you're i'm good to go like yeah. that went how i wanted it to like we're gonna keep going cool or I'm really fucking hurt, but I'm not going to call this off because this is my job and uh, I kill myself for yeah. a living. And they usually <laughs> do the latter. Right? Yeah. That's insane. Too. That's just so, that's insane. I know. And but it's insane. And like you have a morality struggle with it sometimes, but it's impressive and it's beautiful. In yeah. Its own right. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the last match that we watched, too, that we watched together. Yeah. Um, which was pretty recent. It was the Hell in a Cell match, which starts with, again, like New Day and Rusev Day or New Day and Aiden English, really mm -hmm. having this like comedy spot together, which is like really fun. <laughs> and it's also you from an outsider's perspective you wouldn't expect comedy to go over so well as it does here, but it's genuinely funny and it's super delightful. Yeah, especially the new day. They're like very funny. Oh too. my God. Yeah. And they so just like funny. allow a lot of comedic moments just like with their outrageousness. Yeah. It's interesting that they are. And we did a whole episode about the new day and sort of why they're allowed to be that way in a company where like most people have to be pretty serious. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But I also think part of the reason is just that, WWE really doesn't care that much about tag teams. Mm. And so we've watched, like, we've watched The Bar, we've watched New Day, we've watched Rusev Day. That's, like, kind of almost all the tag teams that are on SmackDown, which is the, the show that they're on. And I think that they just kind of, they get a little more creative freedom because Vince McMahon, who is, like, a very autocratic boss, like, he's in charge of everything, like, kind of doesn't give a shit about it. And there's, like, a there's a lot of reasons why this might be. The one that I have heard is that an old business rival of Vince McMahon, Jim Crockett really liked tag wrestling. And so it's just a total petty bullshit <laughs> move where he's like, no, that guy liked it. I think it sucks. Like, <laughs> which is like, so stupid. Vince, you're so much closer to death than you have ever been before. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. But it, it just bums me out. Cause I think it's so fun. I really yeah. like watching these matches with, with multiple people on each team. I think it's great. I think it makes it more fun. I think it. I think it's safer for the performers too. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I I said this when we were ch chatting before re starting recording is that maybe, and I could be totally wrong with this. It makes sense to me that a company that is so against their workers unionizing would keep these people separate. Because mm -hmm. if you have a tag team partner, you have somebody that you can advocate for and somebody that will advocate for you. Somebody who you're a lot more likely to say, hey, how much are you getting paid yes. for this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like that's kind of a miracle to me that they've kept the New Day together for so long. Yeah. That 
they these but those guys all also sell a ton of merch yeah. and can advocate for themselves so i guess it's a scratch my back you scratch yours mm-hmm. thing yeah that is true i mean i think a lot of times we're seeing it now with aiden english and rusev like this was the most recent thing we watched and we watched a little bit there's a little bit of dissent in this match they have a little bit of like a communication issue or whatever but they've broken those guys up whereas they have not broken the new, new day, day. interesting usually like if people are super, super popular as a team, eventually when it feels like the momentum is slowing down, they will have one guy turn on the other guy. Right. But yeah, with New Day, haven't done it. I'm glad. Keep them together. Yeah. Get Rusev and Aiden together, back together. I'm sure they will. We miss will. them. I'm sure they will. I'm sure. Because <laughs> I, I do think that they're, I think they're very clearly setting them up to get back together because they were already showing the seeds of discord in the match with the bar where they're like, Oh, they weren't speaking a few weeks ago and now they're back together. And so, and then Aiden does something very, very dramatic and very like musical theater. Like, Oh yeah. Stop. No, don't <laughs> shoot. I stand in front of the gun or the knife or whatever, which is that he gets in the way of Seamus's finisher and he takes the hit. Oh, right. So Rusev can win. Yeah, as a as a very traumatic as yeah. a drama fan, what did you think of that moment? No, I mean, yeah, that's like a show stopping number. You know what I mean? That's where he would start singing. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like, I mean, I don't know how much the WWE writers interfere with this for when they plan the matches. So either like the WWE writers said we can plan something that's dramatic, or a guy whose entire background is in theater said. Let's do this fucking dramatic yeah, shit. Yeah. And let's fucking go for it. Yeah, you gotta trust that guy because he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking and I about. And I do really like the point that you brought up, which is that they give him lyrics, but they don't give him music. Oh, there's clearly not. I mean, and it makes sense why WWE would not pay a songwriter to write. <laughs> they clearly give him lyrics, but like there's no structure. Like they don't really sound like songs. Like yeah. they don't. They He's just talk sort of, singing. It's like talk singing, but it's like still like it's not so like even with opera talk singing, like there's a start and there's like a climax of the song and then there's a resolution. But he's just sort of you could just tell he's just like singing words yeah. with off the top of his head, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So he's a very good singer. Like I have a lot of thoughts about his singing that like I won't please get share. into. No, please. please. Share. Well, first of all, like he's. What song did he sing? Was it, it wasn't a Christmas song or, or something like that. It was a song that I didn't recognize, so I was able to be like, that's flat. He's nothing. <laughs> he was flat. And uh, so, I mean, I'm not going to... This gonna, is why you're here, as I, okay. our musical is, theater correspondent. Okay. Absolutely 100% I wish I remember what song it was. It was one of the songs in... It might, I think it was the tune of Oh Christmas Tree. Yes. And it, oh, and it was... Day, probably. Yeah, <laughs> and, it was, and he was very flat. And... Um, some of the notes were good. Some of them weren't. I mean, it's clear that, like he didn't study musical theater, so he's not vocally trained. A lot of the, and I think this is this might be intentional, but like there's something in a singer called vibrato, and it's more common in opera in theater, which is the singing that like if I'm just singing in it like ah, but like vibrato is like ah, like where yeah. the note shakes. I think that Aiden sort of like leans into like the theatrics, so he like really pushes the vibrato like did you catch in one of the promos when Aiden does the vibrato and Rusev tries to lip sync like he's doing no, a vocal run he like does the Mariah Carey mouth like, and it's yeah. he, he, he's doing it with his mouth only and like shaking his head and it's so yeah, funny no it's very it's in the Christmas very, promo okay then I don't I think my eyes were just fixed on Aiden and I didn't I don't blame you um, but yeah so no I mean but also I, I don't think any wrestling fans were like 
That was pretty flat. (laughs) I wonder if the reason he doesn't have like real songs is because, like we said, when he was a heel, he I don't think he ever finished a song because he would just get booed, (laughs) right? And then like somebody would come out and like beat the shit out of him, like and interrupt him singing. So they were probably like, "Yeah, just go out and like we'll give you like a couple couplets and like and then fucking do Camp Town Ladies, yeah, yeah, and then like fucking Randy Orton's gonna come out and arcade, right? Because if you done like a good song people have been like oh i wanted to hear that yeah <laughs> it's the it's the same thing as that guy we were talking about elias who does that with the guitar right like, yeah he, i don't think elias has ever concluded a song yeah <laughs> it when always he, ends with somebody when we saw him at mania he sang the house of the rising sun and he was in new orleans and it was getting cheers and then he switched it yeah because he didn't want to like, get cheered a song, new yeah. Orleans, baby. <laughs> he purposely switched it and insulted the audience because he loves getting booze yeah he's, a heel, he, he's good when, at when i saw him at summer he was like, New York sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see it was a Twitter moment recently where he got like extremely booed in Seattle for making fun of like a team that got moved? Really? Yeah, yeah it was. And like sports fans are crazy. It was. Yeah. It's a hysterical clip because he cannot keep this shit eating grin off of his face. <laughs> of like, agree. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and there's people and there's like, I mean, our West Coast producer, Elby, is like, has flatly said to me, I don't get Elias. I don't get why you love him, but like there's something I think it's because like we're all internet shitheads that like there's something joyful in like somebody getting glee out of being like a little stinker. <laughs> I just like we said, I love um as a comedian, there's something really cathartic and I think the thing that sort of first practically drew me to wrestling, like realistically, was I really like being able to boo somebody because I can't do that in comedy. And so wrestling gives me an opportunity, particularly with characters like Aiden and Elias and Jarek, the magician, is I get to boo somebody who is practicing their craft, which like I love because when I see bad comedy, I'm not allowed to yeah, do that. Yeah, you can't. So like it's really, really uh, <laughs> lets me get some... some Cathartic. Yeah, yeah. Let's me get some shit off my chest yeah. where I can see a guy just singing his heart out and be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really special That's moment. really wonderful. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, but like, I mean, that's... The, uh, the issue that WWE has is that who they think is going to be a heel is somebody that people often love. Like they weren't planning for Rusev Day to be as over with the fans as it was, but like, so um, over is a wrestling term that means people like it. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Like <laughs> yeah. we're over, right? Yeah. 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 And the first time I heard it, like you think of over as in like you're so oh, over. No, I mean, I know because of the context, but I probably think the same thing. But oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, and like like. Because I think of selling still in the theater term of like, yeah, he's really selling it. But like selling selling in wrestling means uh, acting like you're hurt or (sighs) like committing to uh, whatever sort of angle or premise or whatever is happening. Like slap my hand. Oh, so you would be like, she's selling it. Yeah. Right. But it's not not believable. Right. Or like selling it. Does that mean that it's like we believe Rachel? No, you, you, well, that's uh, what I'm doing there is overselling. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, like, a better version of that is say if Kath stomped the ground next to my mm-hmm. foot and you made it think, like, I actually got oh, my foot okay. crushed. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's any, anything that, like, uh, isn't 
genuine or isn't real that you or it doesn't even have to be disingenuous it's just something you want people to buy right selling. okay selling oh yeah duh there it you is. want people to buy it right yeah so, so you are uh, selling it yeah um so i'm sorry but i cut you off to explain that you said when i think of selling i think of i think of like oh when somebody's like really like selling it oh, and being like a yeah. showboat yeah. when it comes to that and like in early episodes i said selling and people were like you're using it wrong and i was like no i'm using it fine thank you <laughs> <You're> wrong, <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like so your version of like yeah he's really like he's working really hard like a work is something different too so it's a oh. it's an interesting subversion of the terms that you're used yeah. to in like normal english right. <laughs> <laughs> this is wrestling it is not normal so. <laughs> no thank you and that's very correct and anybody who has a problem with that needs to work on themselves because it's not normal it's super weird yeah. and it's super that's enjoyable what's so great about it it's yeah. just like I'm, you know, when I was at SummerSlam, I was like, this is insane. You know what I mean? Like the fact that I'm sitting here watching this, but that's also the same thing in musical theater. You're like, this is crazy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like this is not a normal thing. The concept of Brigadoon is the fucking craziest I thing saw I've Brigadoon, ever heard. And it was just like, it was a lot, but yeah. You mean like the thing where they're like the strange land where like you never. Where like, you sleep for a hundred years yeah. and you're awake for a day. And then you're that awake for a day. That is a fucking crazy yeah. concept. That's just, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, the presidents were rapping. That's also kind of <laughs> maybe some of them did but probably not <laughs> I, I can't wait for a couple i you know i can't wait for a couple years from now when somebody on the congressional trail is gonna beat box the closest we've gotten to that no, is that john makes- carey snowboarding right <laughs> wasn't there a guy that vaped in 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 uh Congress? Congress? Was, I think there was a vaping congressman. There was a vaping congressman. I'm talking about like a oh. president. Oh, Bill, Bill Clinton playing the saxophone. Yeah, that's the iconic. Yeah, Bill Clinton playing the saxophone, but I do think, I think of John Kerry snowboarding. <laughs> Did he snowboard while he was a president? No, he was never the president. He John snowboarded not president. on the campaign <laughs> trail. It was okay. to show you that like John okay. Kerry is like the cool fun guy. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody over the age of something should snowboard, is my opinion. Yeah, I agree. As a teenage snowboarder, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I know we've just thrown a ton of information at you. Uh how on a scale of one to ten, how overwhelmed are you? I mean, like, I'm definitely on a scale of one to ten on overwhelmed, I'm like eight, but that does not mean I'm turned off. I'm like overwhelmed in the sense of like I'm excited. You like know? you have a list of things you need to Google now. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna look up that guy throwing an upright bass at somebody else. <laughs> like, that's the first thing I'm gonna Google. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I was really overjoyed when we gave you the episode notes and I texted you of like, how are you liking it? And you were like, I'm looking up more. And I was like, oh my God, what a wonderful guest to have. (laughs) That brings me to my next question. On a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to watch more wrestling because of this? Oh, 10. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. We've indoctrinated you. That's what you came here for. Yeah, that's why why I'm here. (laughs) You're in the Illuminati now. Yeah. Come to a show. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you like if you like that live experience, like you should definitely come to an indie show with us where it's like a little again like theater. It's a more intimate experience. I would love that. I would love that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's super fun. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Cool. This has been wonderful. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, Hopefully not in person. Don't find Grace in person. No, That's please weird. do not. Or you know, actually, no, don't. Um, uh, <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter. My uh, handle is Grace Spellman. One Ellen Spellman. Um, same goes for Instagram. And then also, and I talk a lot about music on there too, if you want to 
hear that. And um, what's that musical that you really liked? Oh, it's called The Great Comet. It, it's a musical based on War and Peace by the composer Dave Malloy. Um, it, it's just, the, it's fantastic. Check um, that out. Too. Check that out. <laughs> just check it out. Um, and then you can follow my cats <laughs> on Instagram. They let me plug this. I asked them beforehand. The cats. Um, the cats. No, you two. Yes, all four of you. Um, their names are Pierogi and Soup, and you can just follow them on Instagram at Pierogi and Soup. They're really great. Um, Soup better looks than like me. he's constantly been electrified. Yeah, Soup looks like you like you look at Soup and you get worried for him. <laughs> You're just like, is he okay? What's wrong with him? So yeah, so that's a lot of information, but do all of that. Sweet. Um, yeah, uh, here's some more information for you. If you like our podcast, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Russellsplania. We have commentary tracks, bonus episodes. We have a, a lovely Discord. If you would like a place to talk about wrestling that isn't full of chuds, um, check that out. Yeah. We're also at Russellsplania on Twitter and at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Leave us five stars on iTunes. That always helps us out quite a bit. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.